Welcome, welcome to season one, episode four of Never Go Fool Nelson. Um, I'm Nick Nelson, as usual, joined by my co-host and father, Ben Nelson. The patter familiar here in present accounted for, man. What's going on? The patter what? <laughs> patter familiar, man. Yeah. I'm an ignorant. I don't know what stuff like that yeah. means. You've never seen a brother war out there either, huh? Oh, I have. I just, yeah, okay. You sound disappointed when you say no, that. No, I so. just, well, there's just so much that movie, so like quoting anything. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot. I just got through I, watching I've, it. I've yeah. only seen it like m- maybe, I don't know, what. like I, I can count on one hand how many times I've seen it. Oh, no kidding. Well, two, I'll stop. two times. <laughs> yeah. Most of the time um, you got to see, you got to see something a lot of times before it becomes readily digestible, you know, and regurgitate the thing out that you want to hear. You know? I'm pretty good usually at it, yeah. Um, yeah. but you know. All right. So, so how are things going? What's 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 new? Good, what's good. It's uh, it's been a uh, it's been a rough week, and it's Monday, so it's, uh, it's not looking well for the rest of the week. Right? I know exactly how you feel, yeah, or, yeah. or as my brother Neil would say, um, what? How does it? Ford. Uh, yes. Yeah, Ford. Ford. Yes. Yes. I think, I think I'm a sofa. <laughs> I know how you feel. Well, at ah! that point. <laughs> At that point, I think we probably introduce our very first guest on Never Go Fool Nelson, um, Mr. Neil Nelson, my twin brother and your other other son. The Invincible, the hairy-faced two, also Neil Nelson. How you doing, man? What's going on? How's it going? I don't know what any of that meant, but I'm all right. Yeah, That's supposed to be anything. If you wanted, if you wanted meaning, you wouldn't be on this podcast. <laughs> I don't know if that's sad or good for me. Uh, that's good for you, man. Okay. You been, how you been, man? How you been? Uh, you know, I'm from the south, so when people ask me that, I feel like entitled to answer honestly, and then people are like, "Oh, okay, I shouldn't have said that." Oh, you know, that's pretty cool that you say that because uh, I always notice that for me. When you ask, generally, when you ask people, especially you don't know, like, hey, so what's been going? How you been? It's just like, hey, hey, you know, how you doing? I'm not, I don't really want to know. I just, that's how you start a conversation. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And the people, the people in the South, they'll tell you. Yeah. Me included. In detail. Yeah. Me included. So when you ask me how I'm doing, my brain like gets kind of clusterfucked. It's like, uh, (laughs) say okay or be honest. And I'm like, I don't know. What should I do? (laughs) What do you know what I'm fishing for? Yeah, good. Oh. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah, I'm cool. Cool. Right. Things are good. Good. That's good. Yeah, that, there you go. Neil, and you can always go with solid. Things are solid. Things are not solid. Solid. No. Well, are, they, are they palpable? No, it's it's uh, it's kind of viscous ma- at the ma- moment. Malleable? Is that is that viscous. it? Mal- malleable? I'm writing that down. I'm writing it viscous? down. Viscous? <laughs> You like that word? Yeah, yeah. I was, I've, never used, I've never used it in the context of how you're doing. <laughs> how are you doing? Viscous. It's like right up there with putrid. Mm. Yeah. Oh, man. I always viscous. think of viscous as kind of like slimy yet a little sticky. <laughs> I was going to say, the next thing up would have been like, how you doing? Moist. Moist. <laughs> sticky. Moist is, moist is never a good thing. Sticky. Okay, well, I'm leaving. So, bye. <laughs> okay, I'm leaving. <laughs> Oh, you need a change. You need to change, man. If you <laughs> moist, go get some different underpants on. You need a proper changing. I did. You know what? I I don't know if it's just because I'm fat. I'm pretty sure it's because I'm fat and out of shape. But I I like for weeks now. I've been doing minor, like minuscule tasks, like tasks, and I start 
sweating profusely mm-hmm. and I don't stop. Like, it could be like, I, like for Christ's sakes, I went outside, grabbed the ladder and brought it out front for stuff so she can hang the lights. And like in that time, I had sat back down again and I'm just like pouring from my head. And I, I actually did need to change myself because, yeah. So what happened, man? I mean, last week you were like railing against somebody because they called you hefty. And now you're like, hey, I'm fat. What, I mean, what, what happened? Who called well, you hefty? Oh, you're going to have to listen to episode Some three. dude, some dude today. called him hefty. Or, no, he called me husky. Husky, that's yeah, he what said, it was. He said, you know, the he described me as this, the the bigger guy. <laughs> you know, like where was this? This is not my work. I almost beat up an old guy. Listen to episode three. We'll talk up all about it. Where <laughs> <laughs> beat up an old guy for calling me? Uh, no, it's the episode is actually called. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Don't touch my cones. Wait, no, 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 never. Nick won't move your cones. Or I don't know, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> it's We're supposed something. to know that stuff. I got to write stuff down. <laughs> you guys really suck at this. <laughs> no, we really do. We're pretty, it's called we're Nick Doesn't Mess With Cones, is what it's called. <laughs> Nick Doesn't Mess With Cones. Nick hey, guess what the, the name of this podcast is going to be? Do you guys really suck at this? <laughs> I think that's a good title. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I mean, it's. Uh, no, but it, it, the, getting back to the just sweating for no reason, a good friend of mine, Jimmy, I'm going to call him right out here. I always notice that he's a heavy sweater, just like a mohair or, you know, any a good heavy sweater, something really thick knit. He sweats anytime and he will actually sweat eating. Like, like, like Lanolin? Just, he's, you know, he's got no hair like me and he'll be, you'll, we'll be sitting there at a, camp, at a campsite and he'll start eating and beads of sweat will just start Go. Oh yeah, that happens. I'm to me. like, dude, you're working hard on that chicken wing, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, I can empathize. I, I actually can relate very much to that. Uh, what is that? What is I, that? I start sweating when I see other people sweating. For Christ's sakes, <laughs> that reminds me of the joke that Nick told at your surprise birthday party where we were roasting you guys. And that wasn't a birthday party, was it? That was the because we talk about that as a retirement party. Pretty sure that was a birthday. No, that was his uh, mayor's retire. Mm, ask Lori. Pretty sure it was birthday. When all the people were there. Yeah, it was a birthday party. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, agree to disagree. <laughs> Either yeah, or. Do <laughs> you remember my jokes? Because I was trying to remember. I remember no, I, I don't Nick, the, one of the jokes that you said. I still have all mine in my phone, which is great. I, but I don't remember because uh, I, I went like really like dad joke dry with them, like to the point where people are like, wait. Was that a joke? Is that, to, or? is that supposed to be funny? And I'm, yeah. But you said the one thing that some of you all are still sweating from all the cocaine you did in the 70s. That, that was what I said. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he got somebody to come up to him later on and says, that was pretty funny. Yeah. You got any? You got any? <laughs> you got any? <laughs> so get away. That's also in episode three. It's funny you bringing it up. Did you listen to episode three? No. <laughs> that no. was in the episode. Mm. Everybody, if you haven't listened to episode three yet. You'll get so, the joke. So, are we going to cross the, the the right over to the border of uh, you guys having uh, what it's like to be twins conversations, or we're just not even going to go there? I'd rather not. By the way, I need I need to tell everybody know that by the way, Nick and Neil are not only just brothers. I was I almost said brother and sister. That would <laughs> wait. Who? Wait a minute. Who? What? No, they're brothers. I'll take it. I don't care. They're they're okay. I'll go. Yeah. Uh, they're they're also identical twins. Identical twins. So whatever that means, they shared an egg. Uh, they probably shared lots of eggs since then, but that's another story. But anyway, yeah, you guys have uh, you guys have uh, stayed stayed pretty close, right? We've had our moments, I think, but for the most part, yeah. I mean, proximity-wise, geography, well, 
pretty close. Yeah, yeah. Nick and I had this like, weird, weird relationship when we were working together where we would like live in the same town, work in the same studio, and um, you know, generally hang out with the same people, but we'd go to work and not even say fucking hi. We'd just go to work <laughs> and just ignore each other and then go home as if like we didn't even exist and then all of a sudden we'd be like text message be like, Hey, hey <laughs> What are you doing? So, so that was I weird. I so that know. was weird at the shop today. Yeah. I don't know. I just got home. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, I know. I saw you leave. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, okay. You guys um, have shared a lot in common because of that. And people would, you know, I have to tell you from my standpoint as being your father, when you guys were, I have some really favorite, not favorite questions people would ask about you guys. You know, kind of like, are they twins? Which was my all-time favorite I don't know, you know, no. Neil loves that question too. No, they're identical goes, strangers, you know, you know. No, he always goes to distant cousins. That's where he goes. No, I couldn't. Yeah, just uh, uh, somebody has like, you guys related? I'll be like, yeah, we're distant cousins. So I'm gonna keep doing this the whole show the whole show here. <laughs> oh Don Johnson now. Like I'm just gonna keep changing my name here. <laughs> just seeing if you guys notice. Because the listeners don't hear it, they don't see it, but you know. What Neil's talking about is our squadcast little thing here. Um, you can change your little nick because we none of us are actually in the same room right now. Obviously, Neil sounds like he's using a computer microphone, but uh, Ben and I have been doing these episodes, you know, th- like we mentioned before, three and a half hours away, and Neil's actually forty minutes away from me. So we're we're all looking at each other in a computer. And it has on the bottom left side, you can put whatever name you want in there, and. Neil's been putting all kinds of Neil's old dick bag Jones. Now. <laughs> um, he was which old is, which is Johnson. my favorite now. <laughs> <laughs> old dick bag Jones. I think I'm pretty sure somebody called me that today. Old I know dick bag Jones. Did. Oh sure. <laughs> yeah. You know how it is. You know. You know. I know. I'm sure somewhere along the lines, you know, somebody went. Oh, yeah, here comes old dick bag Jones. <laughs> do, they, do they still? Do they still call you the Dragon at work? I don't know what they call me. You know, Dude, I mean, wait. I don't believe that anybody ever called you dragon at work. That be oh yeah. But yeah. Dad used to be the dragon at work. I, when I it was what? it started. Yeah, it started when I worked there, all the way up until like ten ten years ago maybe. And they used to call him the dragon because they said he would show up at a job site and he'd be so fucking pissed that fire would be coming out of his mouth when he'd be yelling at you. And then, but I think it would really comes down to is when they did the boat parade. He used to have the fucking dragon on the boat, the barge. And but yeah, they used to call him the dragon at work. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, they got over it though. <laughs> they yeah. got over it. They got over it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So yeah. So yeah. Uh, so yeah. There we go. So yeah. And you guys, uh, you guys went through all kinds of hell together and fun and everything like that. And uh, actually, was, the, you... the differences between you guys was always smart, r- remarkable for me, especially growing up. You guys would kind of like go to different places. And, you know, like legally, you're supposed to be identical twins and you weren't, you were such totally different people forever and ever and ever, you know I mean? I, it's just, and you never did the, the classic <laughs> twins things like dressing the same alike or you just never did. I'm trying to listen to you dad, but fuck face fandom here has changed his name. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> give, you know, you could probably... Give me one second, guys. <laughs> give me one second. Uh, five minutes. Five minutes. Five Jesus, minutes. No. <laughs> Not five whole minutes. Just two, oh. two seconds. Two seconds. 
<laughs> Classic. No. Oh. How come how come whenever me and you get together, Neil, it makes Nick want to go poop? I don't know. I, I every so funny story about pooping. Every single house I've ever lived in, every single and I've moved, there was probably a time there where I would say in tw- what let's see, I'm 40, almost 42 now. So what, like I moved out like what, 19 or something like that, 20. So like 22 years In 22 years, I've probably moved 30 times. Maybe right. even like there was a couple times where I moved twice in a year and every single time, every, I can, re- I can rely on Nick for two things except once when he didn't help me move, but I can usually rely on Nick for two things. One, that if I have to move, he'll usually show up begrudgingly and help me move. Yeah. And I can't say that I ever return the favor. And two, yeah. <laughs> well, they say that you know who your friends are by who, I don't know what the one, the first one is, but the second one is whoever shows up to help you move. I don't know. There's two of them. Wow. I don't that know. is serious stuff. I've got, you know, I got, I know people like that. They're always like going, oh, I got to help so-and-so move. I'm like, wow, you're really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and then, but the thing is, is the first thing he does when he walks into the new house Every single time. It's like clockwork. He'll walk into a, a brand new place that I moved into, and the first thing he'll do is make a beeline to the toilet to take a poop. Yeah. Every single fucking yeah. time. Every fucking time. But that was like, you know, he would, you guys would come over here to visit or something like that, and he would come over and he'd be like, hey, how you doing? Hey, Dad. Okay, I got to go. He'd go poop immediately. Yeah. Poop. I admit, I, I, I mean, I have IBS too, but like yeah. my IBS is just like, like normal people, I, I imagine that normal people, when they feel the sensation that they have to take a shit, it's like, oh, I should probably poop soon. I have approximately four and a half minutes from the moment that I feel like I have to take a shit to find a toilet or I will shit myself. Oh, like, okay. No, no, it's not a joke. Like, like seriously, like, oh, I have this sensation that I need to go to the bathroom. I really need to find some place to do that. Or, so I usually have, yeah, I have like, I have, not only do I have my house right it out, but I have like, you know, on the way to work, the places that I can, st- I take ways to work to where it like, it suits, you know, to that. In case you have neighbor. to poop. I mean, it's like all of a sudden you're driving along and, uh, and all of a sudden. <gasps> no, I, true story. I actually, I was coming, I was, when I closed down the tattoo shop that I had opened there for a little while back in what, 2005 or whatever, hmm. I had worked, I had to go to work down at uh, iDrive at this um, place, one of these like tourist place, right? But it was like a, a nice, even though it was only fucking maybe three or four miles away, it was like a 35, 40 minute drive home. And I got stuck in traffic on the way home and I was on the interstate stuck in traffic and then the IBS thing kicked in and I was like, I, pa- I started to panic. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you've ever like had a panic. I, I, the only way I can explain it is like, if you ever had diarrhea, explicit, oh, yeah. you know how it's like, oh, I have yeah. to find a place where I'm going to shit my pants. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. But like usually every time. Well, and here's a fun fact. Wait till you turn like 60 or so. And it'll be that way when you have to pee. It's like, I'm going to piss myself seriously. Or uh, if I, I don't find a place to go pee. I, I, I started feeling a little bit of that in the last week. It's kind of funny. You mentioned that like the last mm-hmm. week I've been like, you know what? I feel like I really have to piss or I'm going to piss my pants. And then I go to the bathroom. I'm like, that's, I, that's it. That's, that's it. All I, that's all I got. Yeah. I swear. Yeah. I feel like I was going to chip porcelain here and, and that's it. That's like a, okay. But yeah, anyways, yeah. I, I, I get stuck in traffic and uh, we're, we're talking shit stories mm-hmm. and 
I was literally climbing through my chair and my car seat upwards, trying not to shit my pants. <laughs> and I don't know what I look like. It's like, from it's the like your own ass. It's like your own assholes chasing you. Yes. And <laughs> I got just came back by, from pooping. And by by the time I got home, I finally got to the bathroom, and I I was clenched so hard to try to stop what was happening that my sphincter was sore for like five days afterwards. <laughs> Jesus, Swear to God. Dude. Swear to God. That can't be healthy for you. Yeah. Well, you know. Well, let, let's it's talk like about male, this. It's male Kegels. Let's talk about this then. Uh, if, I mean, that's kind of... Nobody really? <laughs> yeah, I know. That's kind of an embarrassing moment, I guess. I mean, I everybody has like... Uh, Neil knows my embar- most embarrassing moment. And yeah, I, you I, shit your pants. No, 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 no. That's not what that was not. That wasn't your. Ever. That was it? No. <laughs> oh, no. It was showing some random dude his dick. What? Can I tell a story? <laughs> Can I tell a story? I, you're, you're making it sound like I meant to show some <laughs> random guy my dick. And a Denny's. So it makes sense. So you, why, are you, why, are you, why are you blasting my story? I, it's my story. It's not your story. It's my story. And welcome to the Nick and Neil show. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, do you, do you have really terribly embarrassing stories, Dad? Have you done anything that's like uh, extremely embarrassing? You've got to yeah, have something. I'm not, you know, I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I, t- tell me your really embarrassing story. Maybe it'll, something will come together. I, I was about, as Neil put it, I mean, he ruined my punchline. Already. I'm going to bleep you on that. Um, no, it's funny. <laughs> Um, I, I was probably 20, 19 or 20 and you know, the classic diner in Fort Myers, like on a gladiolus on the way to the beach is that classic Denny's there. Classic okay. Denny's diner. It's like a Mel's. Yeah. Whatever. Um, oh, it's all chrome and neon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was I like after one about. night, of, it was like after one yeah, night of partying yeah, yeah, yeah. and we yeah. were in there, it was like three o'clock in the morning, three yeah. 30 in the morning. And, um, I'm kind of lazy. I'm going to admit I'm, I'm lazy sometimes and I do things lazily out of habit just because I'm lazy. And one of my lazy habits is if I go in and in my peripherals, I don't do this anymore, but at the time in my peripherals, if I see nobody in the bathroom, I start pulling out on the way to the urinal. <laughs> um, it's a time saver. It is. It is. Um, yeah. And then I, on the way to the urinal, I remember thinking to myself, because I had a little buzz going, I'm like, oh, wait, did I have a booger hanging out of my nose at the table? Because I could sworn I had a booger hanging out of my nose at the table. So I stop on the way to the urinal, dick in my hand, and I turn to the mirror, and I'm like, <laughs> like looking the mirror up, you know, like in my nose, but it looks like I'm admiring myself while I'm holding myself. And apparently there was a guy in there. I didn't know. And he's just staring at me. And I look and turn at him. And he's just like, what the fuck, man? No, that's not what he said. What? He said, he said Jesus, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> Jesus, dude. That's a good dude. ad. Good and ad. I'm like, oh, uh, uh, I, I mean, I was, I was, I had a, and he already walked out. You know, I'm like. <laughs> Oh, yeah. great. And you then I had back. to walk by him and his group of friends sitting at a table on the way back to my table. And they're all looking at me with disgust. You did, know, the, like, did the table get all like quiet and they all, no, just, yeah, they're all like, stared at you? Yeah, they're you know, all like just, giving me the evil eye like this fucking motherfucker. They're like, they're watching me walk by and I'm, I, there's nothing I can say at that point. What am I going to say? Hey, guys. You know? 
I don't know. I I think with embarrassment, you have to kind of like own embarrassing moments because if you own it first, then you get nabs on it and nobody else can touch it. Does that make any sense? Like if you do something and you grab it first and dog yourself first, then nobody else can kind of like come in afterwards. I don't know. I I find that like if you grab it first, it's like nobody has like. Yeah. And you know what? The other thing, the, the thing that, you, that your grandpa was the master of that I try to do every once in a while or I'm successful sometimes is just to turn that totally around on somebody like like the guy would have seen him doing that. And he'd be like, what the hell are you looking at, weirdo? <laughs> or <laughs> when he came, out, he'd been, he'd have came out and told that table, hey, that guy right there was looking at my wiener when I was in the bathroom. <laughs> Ask him. <laughs> Ask him. I, I mean, I did see his wiener, but I mean, it wasn't because I wanted to. <laughs> and then they would have been like, oh, yeah. So, yeah, Grandpa could turn that around in a minute. Yeah, not yeah. me. I didn't. I At 19 and kind of still figuring myself, I didn't. I, I had nothing. I had nothing. So, no. so, so you know, you kind of like, you know, take your wiener out and you're just like, oh, you're free balling it, kind of walking there. Just freedom. That's. You know, the air, you know, wind, the air blowing wind, wind. wind through the hair, you know, blowing through the hair, you know. And it okay. was, it was See, I don't know about you guys, but I, 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 I cannot, I, I cannot piss in a urinal if someone is standing next to me in another urinal. Absolutely not. I, I will lock no. up like a goddamn I four traffic jam. I there was a, there was a guy I that worked for it. dad that actually had a pretty good trick. He said if you just kept repeating American Standard over and over and over again, it'll come out. And I never knew what the fuck he was talking about, but it does work. And then finally, I walked American in and Standard I saw the toilet. Yeah, I saw it said American Standard right on the toilet urinal, and that's no. I, I walk into a bathroom if I'm at a bar or if I'm at like um always club to the, or to a the restaurant. Other. I will beeline straight to a stall if there is no stall always open. Stall. And there's people pissing. I'll wait. I'll just stand like an asshole and I'll wait. I, you know, I got no problem with that. But what is really disturbing for me is that you know here you get this line of guys right, and they're all. It's just the strangest thing to be this close to a wall. Everybody just standing there. Well, because you don't want to look at the other dude's dick. No, and you don't it's want not. Them to see that, like, there you know, are rules. There yeah. are rules, right? I mean, there's you an don't look. You know, like. Yeah, no. There's a, there's an etiquette. You stare yeah. right. You you pick a spot, the tile in front of you, and you stare. Yeah. I had some guy one time, he just started a conversation. I don't know who the guy was. He's just like, so, hey, man, that was like a pretty good show going on, right? And I was like, I Dude, was don't horrified. Fucking talk I'm to like, me. what are you talking? You don't, um, there's rules, man. You don't talk to people. Wow. What was that show? Um, God, it was, must have been late 80s, early 90s that you watched on HBO. It had all the sex in it. Dream On. Was it Dream On? Yeah. Dream On. Is that the name of the title? Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, well, which way he has the flashbacks where he's a little kid watching the TV, and like it does like these little cut shots of like 1950s and 60s TV, like oh, like, that's Dream On. Is that the where he always had like he was kind of yeah like, he was a single guy a he was he was newly divorced he was a single guy he was like a bang and a different chick every episode you know like yeah it was Dream On. Wow, I, I remember that. You don't you remember don't remember that? that? No. Huh? Yeah, I remember it. Okay. Yeah. I probably remember it. You know, I'm more visual cued. You know, if I saw no, the the visual cue was there was tits on the TV, and you're like, all right, guys, time for bed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that was HBO. That's the only reason you watched HBO <laughs> back then. Yeah. 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 And then there, and then came Skinamax. No, we never had Skinamax. Skin, we had Skin HBO and Showtime. That's right. We had HBO and Showtime. That's what we had. Something else. 
something else and like that 10 other channels that's it well i i have to say uh because he just died a couple years ago but nick had brought it up uh, a couple halloweens ago do you remember paul bearer on tv the dr paul bearer yeah yeah, yeah. Cool. I, I used to was watch he a na- was he a national or was he a local no, guy? He was, was national, Tampa. but it Wasn't was Tampa, Tampa. Yeah, it was St. Petersburg. Yep. Yeah. Was yeah, that was like a, a was that like a, um, a, a public broadcasting thing or what yeah, was that? Yeah. Was it really? No, it yeah, wasn't it was, PBS or something. No, it like. wasn't PBS, but they they they. Well, no, what? No, it was the Chicago one. Um, that that because they had a spot. The Chicago station had a spot where they let the local. I don't know. You know, that's a good thing. I don't know. It was. I think he was a local. It was local, but syndicated. So kind of yeah. went out. Well, I think it was, it was. It was regionally syndicated, though. Was it? Yeah, national? yeah, 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 yeah. It was. It was. Uh, it was a good. It was, I, I, I dude, saw that's some what good I, horror that's, shows, man. That's what I got into horror, man. That's what made me get into horror. Cool. Well, um, I got some topics here for you guys. All right. Go. Since you're not going to tell me about your most embarrassing stories. Oh, I can't think. I don't know. I didn't. Nothing comes to mind. Nothing. Your whole life. Nothing is 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 like affected you, and you're like, good. I still think about that to today. You know, mm. nothing. Mm. No. Dick. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> Although this, this right here, this is. <laughs> oh, this is embarrassing. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, He's like, I'm embarrassed for you, Nick. I'm no, embarrassed. No, no. I mean, <laughs> if you want, I can tell an embarrassing story about dad. Go ahead. <laughs> well, you best be. Well, no, you can go ahead and say it because. As long as That's I like, I got executive ahead. decision on the button here. <laughs> you can say all you want. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be. That's in the all show. right. Yeah. Because I got I got pictures of you, pal. So. <laughs> what do you guys think about people who knock on bathrooms? I what, you mean you mean just for fun? No, no. Like, like when you're in the bathroom, it's obvious uh, somebody's uh, in the fucking bathroom. I and then, posted I posted this on Facebook the other day. You motherfucker! Did you? I've had this I in my phone, dude. I've had this in my phone. I'm gonna slap that phone. You can't. Could, can't see I, it. Seriously, what do you guys think of people who knock Here's, on fucking back? Give me some context. All right, like all right, you right. walk. Can, can, may, I, may I, please, man? Sure. You 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 go to a bathroom, right? And you just do this really simple thing called locking the door, and then you do your business. And then someone comes up while you're doing your business. They and check they the handle check, first. They check the door handle. Notice, as I said, locked. And they do this. Ready? <laughs> what? And my response is always like, "Fuck off!" <laughs> That's no, my, my response. My, my response I'm taking is, a shit. <laughs> That's my response. My my response is fucking occupied. Occupied. Like what? Uh, like, I don't know. That's gonna rush me up. Like, no, that's actually gonna make things slower. Sorry. Like, <laughs> now I'm gonna take my fucking time. Like, yeah, yeah. That's one of my favorite bits. I remember one of my favorite bits. If I'm anywhere in any office, if anybody knocks on the door, I'm always like, I'm in the shower. <laughs> I'm, in the, I'm in the shower. People are like, I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna start doing that. <laughs> I don't know. What is that from? Is that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I've been doing it for like ten years. It's like somebody will be like, "At least you're out of your Seth Rogen laughing phase." That was so like, funny. What? Remember that What's Neil that? Last, last summer or the summer before last? The dad was doing the <laughs> the fucking Seth oh, Rogen oh, laugh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> we went to the Key West. Yeah. We, we, no, we went to Key West. And, oh yeah. And so there, there was three things that I discovered on that trip. So it was Uh-oh. just me, 
uh, Nikki and and Ben went to we we got we met Ben my our dad down in Fort Myers or Benita and got in his pickup truck and of course I was like yo let's just get in the fucking Hellcat we'll get there in like an hour and a half and they were like eh, don't yeah know because about that. it's got two seats uh, that bat that bat's not a back seat that doesn't qualify as a back seat I want to let somebody drive I don't give a fuck I would have sat in the back but whatever so we take the pickup truck and we drive you know the eight. 13 hours that it takes to get from fucking Benita to fucking Keys. <laughs> Which is yeah, still halfway know, fucking, to halfway. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's, it's not even it's halfway. Like, it's like the end of Florida to the end of Florida. <laughs> yeah, like, but it's still like 13 fucking hours. And you're like, wait, how long have we been driving? And so I, I realized three things in that trip. So one, uh, I remember growing up thinking my dad was a really, really good driver. He, he taught me how to drive. He taught me how to drive a dump truck. He, I remember my dad would drive with his foot up on the window, and I would do that too. No, no, you know what he did up. with that foot after he hit 60? He put it on the brake. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's how I, that's no. how I lost their deck shoes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so those of you who can't see the video that we're looking at, I'm, I'm just going to describe. I'm going to let Nick describe it. We're, we're, in the, we're in the truck. And we're driving, and the first thing that I realized, and I'm sitting in the front seat for a little while, and Nick's controlling the radio because he had put together this sweet set list, which he did miss some songs. But I'm sitting in the front, and I'm going like this, right? You it's didn't kind of, it's, remember the uh, Remember the scene from um, Full Metal Jacket where they're in the helicopter, and the guy's, the uh, rap, uh, rap, rafter man is in the helicopter, and he, the guy's like, da, 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 get some. And, the, and, he's, you, and every once in a while, pans to rafter man, he's like, <laughs> oh, it's nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> and he's in the helicopter because every every about three seconds, it's like this. Ready? Uh, uh, no, he's break. nodding his head uh, forward as yes, he nodding. celebrates. Right yes, back and, and and it's like, and finally, when we got when we were on our way back, I was like, "Yo, Dad, easy on that break, man." <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we always this. It was on the way there. It was on the way there. We, we, we both, yeah, because we both looked at each other like, "Is this going to happen the whole drive?" Now I know why I spent. <laughs> now I know why I spent half my life being car sick in a fucking car. <laughs> <laughs> well, and two, the the second thing I realized was in Key West. Apparently, even when it's eighty three outside, it feels like it's three fucking thousand degrees. <laughs> I don't understand that shit. Like, no, it's like, what, it's like no, it's what 83? happens? No, there's a scientific explanation. Uh, in the month of July, which is when we went there, um, a portal opens up around Key West and it drops into what is it, Mercury? <laughs> Hades. It's Hades. Hades. Yeah. So uh, that I think that's what happens. Yeah. No, it was hotter than motherfucker there. No, nah, and, and, and we would check the thermostat and it'd be like, oh, it's like I don't know why it's so hot. It's only 83, and it's like I'm literally losing all of my liquid in about half an hour. And of course, of course, uh, dad's like, Hey, let's get on these fucking bikes and go let's to this fucking bar. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's get on these fucking bikes. And he's brought, he brought this fucking like, you know, it's like a $4,000 fucking mountain bike, you know? <laughs> no, it was a beach. It was like, like a beach cruiser. It was like, yeah, a nice it's like and you know, it's got like, you know, it's like you pedal twice and then the motor kicks in or some shit. And then he's like, Hey, go across the street and rent some fucking bikes. And we go across the street, and they have these fucking rusty fucking... No, it was like I, the first bike I grab out of there. I'm like, oh, let's do this. And then <laughs> the chain falls uh, off. And, and the, the handlebars <laughs> fall forward. And I'm like, hey, dude. And he's like, he's like oh, I was going to fix that. Why don't you take this one instead? And I'm like, all right. I don't and, know. I get, 
And I'm like, hey, why don't we just like rent some fucking scooters or something? Like be some assholes and get on a scooter. Well, of course, Dad's like, oh, it's like it's like three blocks on a bike. It's it's fine. No, so we're, we're like, okay, we're, we're gonna get on these rusty fucking bikes. And, and of course, you know, he puts it in twelfth gear and like pedals twice. And he's like. Whoosh. Doesn't wait for anybody. No. Doesn't wait for anybody. My and me and Nick are like, wait, what? I have to pedal like eight times. Have you ever followed once. him in a car? Has he ever nah. waited for you? <laughs> <laughs> you think he's going to wait for you on a bike? <laughs> no, you know what Dad's motto is? I got there first, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> we get to this bar and we're like dying of sweat. And, and, and of course, it's like 10 in the morning. Oh, you guys need to work out more before you start hanging with the old man. That's all there is to it, man. Well, I, I, we, I go to, we go to Disney World. You died at Disney World on me, too. I, no, uh, I died at Disney World. I died. No, I hung with you. We were we were toe-to-toe, old man. Man, okay. you were toe-to-toe. All right, all right. Nikki almost died. I, well, we, I, in we, fact, can, yeah. we, can we just go into a moment? That last drink. <laughs> oh, my God. That glass of whiskey. So, yes, yes. So... Not to not to not to push away the last thing I learned about the Key West trip. I don't know if we should talk about that. Um, but wait, what is it? <laughs> I didn't know the old man smoked pot. Oh, yeah, I didn't that's know hilarious. that. That's hilarious. I didn't know. I and you were like so weird about it, and I was like, wait, you were it, weird about it. You were I like, wasn't weird about it. <laughs> you were all like pissy, and you were all like, I was not. just say no, man. You were weird about. <laughs> I wasn't weird about it. I just didn't know. You know what? Drugs are bad for you. You know what it is? You know what it is? Because I remember distinctly being like 15 or 16 years old. And I, I went to my friend Danny's house one day. And we had like, he had his parents were potheads. And they had this like homegrown fucking bullshit like weed bush. That like probably only had like 2% THC in it. And we had picked a couple leaves off of it and smoked. And, and I, it, got, it got me fucking high. We're no, on the back he tells us He tells us the story. He tells us the story because he came up around the corner. No, and yeah, he was like giggling yeah, him to yeah. himself. He's like, oh, I got to be mad now. Well, hang on. I get it. I get it. I, yeah, so hang on. I just want to tell this from my perspective. Then there you, you go. can go into your perspective. There you go. So from my perspective, we're in the back porch. I'm supposed to be spending the night at my friend Danny's house. There, his, his, his parents are out of town. Uh, I was there too. Were you? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Oh, Your I didn't know that. Yeah. All right. Well, you didn't. You didn't. I don't. Well, I don't know. That was weird. Because. All right. Well, that's weird. I don't remember you being there. Yeah, but anyways, I know his. I know his parents went out of town, and we were gonna like, you know, woo house to ourselves. And all of a sudden, we're on the back porch, and I hear, shaka, 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 on the back porch screen door, and I'm like, like freaking out. Like, what is that? And all of a sudden, I see my dad, and I'm like, wait, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, you and were really course, confused. Yeah, yeah, and and all of a sudden, Dad's like, he's got this great Bronco. It's an '89 Bronco, good truck. And he's like, get in the truck. No, I and have I an the truck. Bronco. Yeah, right, right. So we get, <laughs> I get in the truck, and not not a word, not a word. We drive silence all the way back home, and we get, and I'm like mortified. I'm like, oh my god, because we were talking about this, you know, like ah, smoking weed, getting so high. We were talking about, you know, teenage getting high shit. And then, I, of course, my dad hears the whole fucking conversation. And then we get back to the house, and the, the only thing he says to me is, get in the shower. And that's it. Get in the shower and go to bed. That's it. Nothing else. That's it. Nothing. And I'm, like, mortified. Come to hear the, the weird Key West, and he tells me the fucking opposite end of the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. From, from my perspective, I had, I've been looking around. I couldn't get him on the cell Was it cell phone? We didn't we have, have cell phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, ah, We dang, had a pager, where, I think, back then. I was like, where the hell are they at? And so I was like, probably over at Danny's house. I needed to, for some reason, we were going someplace or something. I don't know what it was. 
Um, and so I, uh, I rang the doorbell, rang the doorbell, and I saw that your car, one of you guys' car was outside. Out of Honda Civic, yeah. There you go, yeah. And so I said, like, well, they're here. So I, and I wasn't like into snooping mode, but as I walked around the back of the thing, I could hear the, you know, the, the, the telltale sounds of smoking pot. <laughs> I mean, I mean which I knew really well. And, which, yeah. and I it kind of slowed down a little bit as I got, got a closer. And it was like, come on, man, give me some of that, man. Don't go dark that. Give me some. Give me some. And I was like, holy shit. And I had this big grin on my mouth. I was like, oh, shit, they're smoking weed. I'm going to catch them smoking weed. This is awesome. And so I said, I got to get my game face on, you know? I had to be like, oh, Van Damme. Fucking Van Damme. Put my face on. And so then I walked around the corner. I kind of did this turn. Slowly, I turned around the corner there. And I don't remember knocking on the thing. And you guys just all froze like deer. <laughs> it was like, boom. And I swear to God that I, I kept the, the stone face on for a little bit. And then I, I thought I busted out laughing. Because I, saw you, like, I saw you laughing. I, 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 saw you laughing. I, just, I just couldn't help it because the look on your face. Was I thought you were just, laughing out of anger, to be honest with you. I didn't know you were actually I laughing. Wasn't. I yeah. thought it was hilarious. I thought I you were like, like these oh motherfuckers. Like, I, I can't believe they're actually going to shit. <laughs> I think Danny no. actually did shit. I don't know. I, yeah. I, he might have peed a little, but I know Just for about I know about for about four years after that, I was like, "Oh my god, that was like the worst experience of my life." I, I, I was walking home from a friend's house, and I remember this was like this is this was the final straw with you in my te- in my early teens, man. I remember, and I was just puffing away on a cigarette, man. I I, I didn't smoke. I don't know what the fuck I was doing. I was just like. <laughs> I didn't. I was just like, I smoke right now. I smoke today. Woo-hoo! You know, I and I hear fucking that, that Chevy little short bed that you had and her. Oh. <laughs> I was like, a cigarette in hand. I was just like, that's fucking dead. And I see him backing up. You, you said in slow motion. Fuck. <laughs> and I saw the truck. It just like comes, it just rears back and then just fucking comes right up behind me like like a fucking Dukes of Hazzard, you know, episode. And he's just like, get in the truck. It's just like, uh, I flick out the cigarette and uh, get in the truck and I'm just like staring forward, you know. You know, we, and we were right, it was right there at the bridge at Leitner Creek where you picked me up and we drove like, what, one block to the house? Well, because we used to hang out down there in the bridge. Yeah. And uh, it, all you said to me was, Nick, I'm disappointed in you. And I was just like, <laughs> my heart just collapsed out of my chest. And I was just like, oh, God. All, He's now, disappointed. All, of all of this, this is what disappointed you. <laughs> yeah, really? That? No, I got to tell you. I mean, no, I think it was probably because, man, I gave you guys some really good lectures on not smoking. Yeah, you did. And I thought, oh, this is going to do it. They'll we never. Were. They'll never. After this irreversible logic, this irrefutable logic, I you, would talk and talk and talk and uh, talk. And you guys, listen, let me finish it for you because I, I know it's coming. And you guys would be like, oh, my God, please just tell us fucking don't do that. And just leave it at that. Stop, <laughs> just stop. Um, not to change the subject, uh, I just I, I, I'd like to get this in here. Um, a, a difference between this episode and last episode is so I got married last week. Obviously, congratulations. Uh, thank you. Uh, uh, Neil uh, married us, which was. Which was, I think, I, uh, I think Dad's only comment on that was it was too long. It's too long. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Neil. I said good job. Too long. <laughs> good job. Yeah, you did say good job. Good job. Uh, my, my, actually, the best critique I got was you didn't practice. 
And I was like, yeah, I had three days. I like your notes, yeah, so. Neil, by the way. Steph and I have been really enjoying your little notes. Because <laughs> Dad, he's he's got these. He gave us his notes, which was the basically the 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 little ceremony and everything. But he like he typed up the notes, but then he hand wrote like like a fucking sociopath how to act human. Because he's like he's like say this line, and then it's like look to Nick and Steph, smile. Yeah, and he smiles, <laughs> and, then, and then he like read a couple more lines, and then he have in parentheses look to the audience and the eye smile. <laughs> <laughs> Turn head like, knowingly. Not. Yeah. <laughs> so Steph and I were cracking up about that. Do for a you bit. what? <laughs> um, I didn't have time to practice, so I had to give myself like spacing and timing. <laughs> notes, you know. <laughs> yeah, but um, Steph and I went to uh, for our honeymoon. We went to North Carolina, and uh, Maggie Valley is where we went, and it's like just October, and she's never seen mountains. She's never seen anything like like that, you know. And it was fall. So it was like the beginning of fall, the turning of leaves. And then like, like we got home and she was just like, 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 like depressed, like, holy shit, like bam, depressed. And I was like, well, what, what's, I, I didn't know that it was going to affect her so hard. And then, um, like it was something to do with like being around that and then <laughs> coming. It, it wasn't long enough, I think is what it was. Mm, well, and she like equated it to like, uh, to, to, you know, like going somewhere, where you don't know anybody, you know, and you're kind of like, oh, I don't have any. But like, if she was already homesick of the awesome place. Not that Orlando's bad because Orlando's beautiful and stuff like that. But you know, it was just like, it was so much for like three days, and then like, ah, you know what I mean? I thought that was pretty, pretty weird, you know, like kind of interesting. But like, mm. you know, like how like scenery and shit can really affect you as a human, you know. Me and a buddy of mine used to have, a, you know, this big philosophical talk on the right length of time to go on vacation, you know, kind of like, because, you know, there's, there's too long a time, too long, something, yeah. something happens to you, you know, and it's like, ugh, you know, but then I think what Stephanie might have been suffering from was something to the effect of, wow, this is awesome. Oh, I'm back here. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. you know, no, it's so, yeah, yeah. You're I think right. we, we both a, talked on the way home. We we're like, man, if we just had like. Like one more day, it might have got it out of our system. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, yeah. You got to stay there just prior to hating it there. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just a real trick, you know. And and you, and I think it really helps to have the freedom to just go leave anytime you want to, oh, yeah. which is not every vacation. But I don't know. I don't know. I, don't I always know. thought a week, week, ten days, week of ten days. That's about. Yeah, it. we thought like After like that, yeah. Yeah, no, we didn't want to do like a full two weeks, but like we would have done six days, I think, is what would have been really nice, man. Because I think six days somewhere small like that is really, you can really get the full enjoyment out of that. Well, congratulations. You're oh, married. Thank you. I appreciate Yay. it. Let me, uh, so I want to ask both you guys, while I got you on a hook here, before we get, close out on this stuff, a little something, a little bit more serious. I was listening to NPR today. Did you guys listen to the hearing at all? Uh, no. The Judge Barrett hearing? No. The female? Yeah. So, uh, and I know we've talked about keeping this light, but I, I just need to get your guys' opinion on this because I thought this was the most ironic thing I'd heard in a while, right? And th there was a couple other things that I wanted to talk about, but this is this seemed kind of like a little bit more pertinent, you know? And I, I know that there were definitely by the time this episode's, uh, episode airs in, what, two weeks, um, they're probably going to confirm that judge. But there was this Republican fucking senator on there, right? And I mean, the first thing he does is he comes on there and he's like uh, talking about Article Six, right? Which is like, 
basically constitutionally you can't not hold a political public position um based on your religion or spiritual fucking whatever right so so you can't go into a political position and they can't not hire you because you're a catholic or a muslim or whatever and so he starts going on this whole fucking rant right about how um you know the news and his fellow democratic uh senators and yada yada are basically uh chastising barrett because she's a devout catholic but you know what he obviously number one what he chooses to leave out is it isn't because she's a catholic it's because they're concerned that she's going to bring her catholic you know uber catholic values to the supreme court you know uh and then I, I remember thinking to myself, like, as he's going on, and he's like, oh, Christian Christianity and Catholicism and all this other stuff is being attacked here, and there's no reason why we as, uh, you know, we should be, th- these aren't the things we should be talking about her qualifications, not her religious, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I remember thinking to myself, as I'm hearing this dickhead fucking talk, I'm like... I can only imagine he would never be saying this if this was a Muslim woman sitting here. Ever. Yeah. This would not be a fucking conversation or a Satanist. Could you imagine a Satanist? Him him sticking up for a Satanist in the same way? He wouldn't. He would well, not. Well, it's funny you should be uh, talking about this a little bit because I, I, that thought did pass by. There was a bunch of really ironic, frustratingly ironic things that happened that I saw the clips of. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, which is all were just, you know, hypocritical, you know. Oh, we think this. Oh, really? Well, then why aren't we doing this here? So, and, and with that, it's like, I, I'm surprised maybe somebody did, but it would have been like, look, let's forget about you being Christian just Christian. Let's say that you were this other, other thing, right? Other religion. Mm -hmm. But part of that religion was, is that, oh, you know what? I think that everybody should wear their underpants on their head or just something, just complete, make something up completely ridiculous. Mormons. I have magical underpants, you know, that's weird. Even more ridiculous (laughs) than that. It's pretty fucking ridiculous. And, and so, and so I said, you know, so that's fine with you. The point being is that if, if, you can be whatever religion you want to, as long as that's you, and you don't try to inflict your religious views via legislation or via that. That's that's the issue there. That's that the, the issue that's a, that people were bringing up. These Republican assholes, we'll call them that, yeah. um, is that they're they're making it sound <clears throat> like we're condemning her because she's a Catholic, and uh, and the reality of the situation is is we are scared to death of her bringing her Catholicism. Uh, Catholic dogma into legislator uh, legislation. That's what we're terrified about. That's now, the issue it, there. It, and I would say I would go even further. It's not that we're afraid that a lot of us are afraid that she's going to bring Catholic anything. No, it's it's th- th- these fringe views that have to do with inflicting your will on an h- entire group of people 
No, you don't do that. You, you know, we there's this whole constitutional um, theory that surrounds around you know, the, or, you know, the original fr what the framers thought and everything like this. Now she's along that side with Scalia and those people like that. We're supposed to get into their heads, whatever they meant. Well, well they were living in 1700 something. Yeah, exactly. You, you can't do that. But they believe that we should get back in their heads, and this is what they meant. So that means that women can't vote, and so and so. So that that goes that far back. So, so, so you can't, you really shouldn't be doing that. We should be progressing towards more freedoms, not less freedoms. It should be about more freedoms. They, they say that, oh, you're against freedom of religion because you won't let me inflict my religion on you. That's, that's not how it up. works. That's not how it fucking works. Yeah. I was so that's a, in, a, in a nutshell. Yeah, I was having a conversation with my client about that today. It was yeah, about yeah. the ideal that, that, the idea of freedom of religion isn't freedom. And this is what I explained to her. And this is what I've said to, you know, Neil and I have had this conversation and I've had this conversation to just complete strangers, you know, something that always sticks with me, two things that always stick with me about local politics or national politics that you taught me. Number one, being a politician is not a career move. It's a civic duty. Okay. That was the first thing you taught me. That is your civic duty as a part of your community to get into whatever local politics it may be, whether it be, you know, the, you know, uh, whatever it is, it could be something simple, could be actual, you know, Cong uh, right. Water board. Yeah. Versus yeah. Yeah. Mayor versus, but it's your civic you know, duty to, uh, to be a part of yeah, that. Just volunteer your services. Yeah. And then number two, the idea of the pursuit of happiness. And I remember this always stuck with me the way you, you put it to me was, was the idea that you truly, and you always ta taught me, Neil, this, the idea that, that in America, it, the idea of pursuit of happiness is, right? And then you always use this as an example, like, like your, your happiness is playing the tuba, <laughs> right? Um, but your neighbor isn't so happy about you playing the tuba because <laughs> it's impeding on his happiness. So that's when you told me, you're, that's when local government steps in. Okay, okay, you, you can play your tuba from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m., but after that, you got to stop playing your tuba. That's the idea that always stuck with me of how politics works and how the pursuit of happiness works. Yeah, yeah, and that, and plus, if a bunch of tuba players elect you because you're going to pass tuba legislation, that's messed up. <laughs> that's fucking, yeah. Because you, you don't represent... That's lobbying just, is what that is. This is a weird analogy, but it works. This, is, this isn't about tuba players. This is about everyone who lives here. So you, you, when you get elected, even if all the tuba players get you in office, no, you represent everyone. So it's your job to be sure to divvy out the freedom of of the pursuit that everyone yeah, is going you could be a tuba player, but you have to understand that they're fucking flute players too. No, you got to know, you know, <laughs> especially when you you live in a world where you know you, polling says that sixty percent of the people love this, but you know the forty percent that are in power, they're going to make you do something that's messed up. Yeah. So yeah, it it is, and 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 that isn't that isn't a Republican and a Democratic ideal either one. That doesn't belong to anybody. That's just messed up. No, it does, right? but it's, it's become this. It's been in, it's been infecting both of the parties lately. I mean, this high well, ideology. I don't even think we have. Like you said, I don't even think I have to even go to you know. No matter who's utilizing that theory right now, it, yeah. it's messed up. You know, we got we need to get back to a, a time and in you know I don't know, and I don't know how you get there. What is troublesome for Republicans and Democrats is not that that they're trying to push through this 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 justice in twenty something days or whatever. 
is the fact that once the Democrats take control, they're going to equal the balance by just adding more fucking justices. That's what's going to happen. And they dodged the question during the debate, which I don't agree with. And I think that Kamala Harris missed a really, really great opportunity to call out what's happening in democracy and what continues to happen because it's happened over and over. This isn't the first time that this has happened. Uh, one way or the other. And this isn't the first time that we've added, added justices to the Supreme Justice. But if if I was vice president or if I was one somebody that was talking to the vice president or an advisor to Sidney, I would have told the vice president to say specifically to answer the question. Yeah, if you guys... Yeah, did you watch that fucking? Did you watch that? Yeah, he wouldn't answer questions that goddamn fucking moderator was asking, let alone. But yeah, (laughs) but but that's yeah. But in his in in Pence's defense, that's been Pence's whole career. That is that is the quintessential politician. He's never he's never answered a question in his life. No, he's not. And you know what? That's actually he doesn't do it. And you know what? And it's worked for him. That being said. Kamala Harris. He got he got, of, he got he got compared to Ronald Reagan in his youth. <laughs> we haven't seen this kind of political competence in a in a debate since Ronald Reagan was in his youth. Right. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> a fucking commentator on fucking NPR, man. E- e- either way, either way, either way, Kamala Harris dodged a question too that was asked. Was she dodged a bunch of questions too. Yeah. But the main one she dodged was if we pass if they pass this justice and the Democrats take the House. Will you add more Democrat or more um, justices to equal the balance? And my answer would have been fucking. I mean, and this is what I would have said to their party too. Be honest about it. Why hide that? See if if look if you're going to have this kind of fucking this kind of bureaucratic right. fucking if you're going to have Republican, like, it's not even bureaucratic. It's it's it it's is bureaucratic. Hypocrisy. It's no, it's hypocrisy because you can see sound bites from from Obama. Not even just. Um, uh, Four years, just four years ago, of the same exact people pulling up the Biden law, pulling up the Biden law, waiting, and a president. But I mean, they were talking about a year, not twenty-three days. That being said, it's it's regardless. They're going to do what they're going to do. So knowing that the Republicans are going to do what they're going to do, this whole like oh they swing low, we swing high thing. You know what? I think it should just be look. We're going to play the field, and we're going to be honest about playing the field. The way that our that our counterparts choose to play. So if they play dirty, guess what? We're going to meet that dirtiness with tactics that isn't dirty necessarily, but that's going to equalize the playing field. Because you and and so I would have been honest about that question because they asked uh, Pence a very very serious question that they asked Trump, and and this is where my prediction comes in. I think that at the end of the day, I think that Biden is going to win. This is just my prediction, but I think that because the justice is going to be pushed through, there's going to be a situation where things are going to get weird. And I think that at the end of the day, there's going to be a compromise that's going to happen. And the, the Republicans are going to say, okay, we're going to hand you the presidency, but in return, we get to keep our justice. And that's going to be that. And you're not going to add anybody to the table. And I think that's going to be the compromise because Pence and Trump have both said they're going to contest basically without saying they're going to contest anything that is. Yeah, they basically paper. said that that it doesn't matter if it, if it comes out that they win, they're going to trust the election. If it comes out they right. lose, they're going to and, say and, that. Yeah. And and the Democrats have said the opposite, and so to speak. 
we are going to follow democracy to a T, basically. I don't know. I, I got to say this, man, uh, after watching it. And you know what, Dad, I'm going to be honest. I, I'm not a big fan of Biden. But there was one thing that he said during that fucking shit show that we watched a couple of weeks ago that that kind of, it was like that moment of, sit, you know, of of your old man sitting on a couch with you, you know, like, hey. Like, he was like, uh, hey, what what's going to happen if he decides not to concede? And Biden was just like, what do you mean what's going to happen? He, he doesn't get to stay. If he loses, he loses. He's got to go. Like, basically, there's nothing he can do about there, yeah, it. Yeah, there's nothing to talk mm, about. It's not that, it's not that simple. Though, I know man. it's not it's, that simple, but you got to... Hearing that from somebody who's who has spent 50 years in politics versus some... We, ass- haven't, seen, we haven't seen anything like this in 50 years. And, and, and the, I, watched, I read this article about this guy, and I know this isn't supposed to be a political thing, but in fact, this is something that, that people on the left and the right can, can kind of educate themselves about. There's a guy that wrote this article, and basically his job is to create war games and video games. He's, he was the guy that did Call of Duty. He... Pretty much any fucking war video game there is, he's the guy that they hire to write outcomes. If this happens, this happens. If this happens, this happens. And the Democrats and Republicans have already had war games about what happens on four different things. And the four different things is Trump wins by a landslide, right? Mm-hmm. Biden wins by a landslide. Trump wins by a little bit or Biden wins by a little bit. Those are the four outcomes. There's no other outcomes. And they went through those four outcomes. And I have to say, by this guy, he didn't have anything great. In fact, the the best case scenario was Biden won by a landslide. And that still was a really, really terrible outcome. Because, I don't know, Trump has already set up his fucking TV show that he's going to be doing or whatever. He's got a network that he's already got picked up. He's not going away. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, he is. We all oh. are. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Eventually, he's not. He's not going to hang around here for long. He's just not. Look at him. Um, I just want to add one thing to this. I mean, we don't need to belabor it because people get people. I think are burnt out. You know. Yeah. But I think I think what it, I think people are basically, and it's okay as an intellectual exercise. But I I think we're overthinking this, and I think. One, that's one thing Joe Biden's never going to do, overthink something. And I like, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like that because, you know, some things are just, you know, and what dry, you don't, yeah. and, what, and by when people start asking the question, oh, what if he doesn't leave? No, that's not, it's like, no, that's not a question. You don't even entertain that question. Yeah, because by entertaining because that question, going. Yeah. as soon as you entertain that question, that that's a possibility. He hears it. He thinks it's a possibility. If everybody goes, no, that's not a possibility. You're going. If everybody does that, he's going. And that's just the way it is. I mean, so what about what about people that are propagating this idea that there's going to be some kind of civil unrest or like people have been propagating that since what uh, the Civil War, six BC? (laughs) No, since there have been anything. I I know I don't. You know, I think that there's, you know, there, you know, there's going to be rioting. I mean, I lived through the '60s and '70s when there was some bad shit. Yeah, yeah, we, we brought it up before the fucking Kent State, dude. Yeah, and it was National really, Guard we, shooting college students well, for I, nothing. I, we, the, when they were shipping nuclear weapons to Cuba, and we were like that. So yeah, yeah, we've been on the edge before, way closer to the edge. This is messed up. I don't want to belittle it. This is messed up. He's messed up in our system 
is in shock. It's messed up and people are acting weird. But you know what? I like you you mentioned the pendulum. I do have the I do subscribe to that theory. And yeah, we banged hard against the side of the the walls of the clock this time the pendulum did. But it's swinging back already. People people are exhausted. We're yeah. all like we're all exhausted, you know. So um I think we're going to be able to get back to life, you know. It you know or it would not. be nice. It Can I ask you guys a question? Sure. If they, uh, <laughs> I can't believe I actually have to ask this <laughs> because there are some people that actually will say no if they come out with a COVID, um, uh, whatever it's called, a uh, yes, you know, yes, I, I'm taking. Are you guys going to take it? Well, to tomorrow, I'm taking my um, antibodies test. So if I have antibodies, no, I'm not taking it because it's fucking pointless at that point. But if I don't have antibodies, no, hang on. You know, the antibody test is not. Not a sound thing, right? You know that the FDA has... Did you read the article on that? It's a sound thing if you have antibodies? No, actually, the, the FDA... Just, I'm going to real quick push through. The FDA pushed real hard on testing. I'll look and into then, it. And then when they came... Yeah, look into it. <laughs> I'll look into it. That being said, if there's a... a what do they call a vaccine? that? The vaccine? vaccine. If there's a vaccine, will you guys take it? Yeah, yeah uh, I, I would say it depends. And it, what it depends on is if, it, you know, as soon as it comes out and the right people say that it's it's the good yeah. one. I mean, scientists say, yeah, this is it. Yeah, exactly. If the and science I mean, says, yeah. And, and I'm pretty sure that that is what's going to happen. You're not even gonna, you're not going to catch a big corporation like Eli Lilly or whoever's doing this. You're not going to catch them saying, yeah, this is okay to mass. They're not going to do that. No, it's a fucking that, that that's a legal fucking dilemma. No, they would that's suicide. They're not going to yeah. do that. And you know, I mean, just because we got a psychopath who says all kinds of stuff, and I'm sorry, he just is. There's he multiple is. psychopaths out there, by the way. Maybe some people like him. I, I, that's okay, cool, like him. But he, he is. He's a psychopath, and and he's going to say weird things like I'm going to get. You know, he tried to get everybody to. Oh, I got cured by this stuff, which. He didn't. Yeah. I got cured by this stuff. I'm going to get it free. It cost a million dollars for each one of these doses. I'm going to get this free for everyone. No, you're not. No, yeah, you're not. Yeah. Anybody with half a brain knows you're not going to do that. So, well, I'd like you to, know, and, the best okay. thing, and the scientists, you know, 60 Minutes, I'm old, so I watched 60 Minutes. 60 Minutes had this great thing. I mean, they did a great job. They do a, a great presentation on this thing. And what they did, they just went around and they said, what's the truth on... When are we going to get a, you know, when are we going to get a vaccine? What's better, a vaccine or a therapeutic? What is the best way to not get this and this and that? And they asked the woman who worked for the company that makes the therapeutics and they make this stuff. And she, he goes, what would you, what is better if, what is going to do a better job? A vaccine? The best vaccine we can do? Or a mask? She goes, a mask. She didn't even hesitate. She didn't even slow down. She goes, you know, if, if that, all that was available was a mask or a therapeutic, what would you take? She goes, mask. Well, the problem is, is ma the mask is not, it's a temporary fix. We have to think it's, of it. She's, ma she's making a point. She's making a yeah. point. Is that, you know, for the for the, for people as a, as a whole, you know, people your, best are protection, your best protection won't be a 40% effective vaccine. Right. It's a 90% effective mask. If you go to the supermarket, you go to Walmart, you go to wherever, you, most people are wearing masks. The only time you yeah. don't see people wearing masks is either at like... Trump rallies. Uh, Bars, restaurants. Hang on, hang on. School, I just drove past and I'm going to fucking, I'm going to blast them. Lake Mary High. I just drove past Lake Mary High and they had the football fucking team out there, right? 
and none of the football players, they're all fucking, they're all doing their thing. They're all training. They have fucking people in the stands. They have people outside. And I know it's outside, but nobody, nobody at a, at a fucking football game is social distancing. And, and so you, you have areas where, you know, yeah, when you go shopping, when you go to the mall, when you go to the AT&T store, yeah, everybody's wearing a fucking mask. I get it. But then you have these areas, like uh, you have some friends over and you invite the one friend you don't really know over so well. Or you go to the bar and you go up to the bar and you don't, you're drunk and you maybe you're a little bit lax with your mask. Or you go to a football game or your high schoolers go to the school, whatever. Yeah. I, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't see that the whole mask argument, you can't have like, it's either all or nothing. Yeah. It's, you can't have a I, little bit of both. I, I think, I think that generally most people are trying to do the right thing. I think there's a handful of people that, that are very selfish and don't give a fuck. But I think for the most part, we're, we're getting to the point that, that we're doing the mask thing and it's still getting spread around because regardless if you're wearing a mask, you know, there are still people out there spreading it. Regardless, if it's in the air, it's getting on stuff, it's, you know, it's, it's getting spread still. So we have to do, I think that we have to start thinking about that next step, which is, you know, like, just like the measles, just like everything else, vaccinations is kind of where we're at with this thing now. Um, on, on a lasting point, I think I, I want to ask you guys both opinions on this, and then we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and sign off here. Do you guys find it that's, that's kind of funny that humans, like along with all of this stuff, that as humans we endure so much, right? Like on a date, like your dad, you were talking about, like all of us, like we're just fucking fucking fed up, right? And we're all enduring so much, but why is it that we can do all of that, right? And then the smallest thing can ruin our fucking day. <laughs> mm. <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> it's because we're human. Yeah, yeah, but what I mean, is it about that? I don't understand that, you know? Like, yeah, I, because, yeah oh, there's a there is actual a scientific theory behind that. And what it is, is that we weight, uh, human beings weight negative things like times 10. Anything negative is times 10. Anything positive, negative 10. It's, it's true. So you could have five, six, seven, you could have 10, 20 amazing things happen to you. And one negative thing takes that out. It's, I mean, and you look it up. I forget what the name of that theory is, but it's true theory. And, and it's, it's negative bias is what it is. There's a strong negative bias to human beings. And yet we have to work hard to not let that bother you. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's totally. But I'm speaking more of like how we can endure terrible things yeah. and still be okay. But like the smallest things happen and it shatters us. Well, I mean, think about it. Think about it. Actually, that is answering your question. Okay. It's just a, think about it this way, all right? Imagine you woke up and you had a fucking coffee and it's the best fucking coffee you've ever fucking brewed. It's like fucking perfect, right? And you're like, ah. And you go outside and it's not 90 degrees. It actually is like a, a nice 71 or 72 degrees. And you're like, you know, I'm going to drink this coffee outside. And you sit outside and you drink a coffee and it's fucking a great cup of coffee, great day. And then your, uh, you know, your spouse, they, you know, they're like, hey, you know what? It'll be great for this cup of coffee. I'm going to put out too. And you're like, yeah, this is awesome. And, you know, you get some, some, some sweet loving too. And then all of a sudden you're done with that and you're done with your nice cup of coffee. You're done with your beautiful morning. You're done with your sweet loving and you go to the bathroom to go take a piss and you fucking stub your toe. 
and it's the worst feeling in the world. And it's just a fucking stubbed toe. And, but you're like, I, I just broke it off. It's like laying on the floor somewhere. You know what I mean? But that one thing will derail. But why, all why the is good it, shit. why is it something? My question is though, I think you're still missing it. Why is it a small thing like that that can derail you? But we're enduring everything else. These terrible, uh, uh, we're, we're enduring six months of a pandemic. We're enduring the loss of some very important people recently. We're enduring so much as human beings. Like just some people have lost their fucking fathers and, and grandparents yeah. to COVID and they're like, fine. Right. But those little things is what destroys their fucking day. I, I can give you my, I can give you my opinion. I don't know the answer to that, but I can give you my opinion. My opinion is that's just daunting, man. And that the answers aren't simple. The simple, the simple stuff is the stuff that derails us. The stuff that is, is tangible. The stuff that we can kind of control. You can get pissed at the fucking door frame for stubbing your fucking toe. Right. And you can, that can fucking ruin your day. You can get pissed at the guy uh, cutting you off in the street because you know, you can yell at that dude or throw your soda at him or whatever. But the shit that, that is daunting, it's daunting. It's huge. It's big. And we feel powerless. That's my opinion, is that people feel fucking powerless. And when what do you think, powerless, Dad? Yeah, I mean, and, and Neil's right. And, and there was, a, to use another analogy, we used to have, well, some of us had this analogy when we were working on these as a board of directors or with in city government or whatever it is. A lot of us are always amazed, or I was talking with all my friends, fellow people who would think about stuff like this, would be like, it's weird. People will argue for like hours on what color they were going to paint their signs or where our benches are going to be this shade of green, blah, 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 blah. But then the next thing that comes up is a, is a budget item to, to do this and that for $150 million. I, I make a motion. I second pass. Boom. <laughs> and, and I, and I would always stop. I go, oh, yeah, I can wait. I make everybody back up. I go, wait, you just see what just happened here. We argued for three hours about what color you're going to paint the benches. And I said, in this budget amendment to redo the entire charter for $100 million passed five seconds. <laughs> what, and you know what it is? We don't know. We have no idea what $100 million is. Yeah. You don't. You don't know what the, you did the scope. And then, like Neil said, it's the sense of scope. It's daunting, the, the sense of scope. But by God, we know what color we like. Yeah. We That's know good point. Good point. what friggin' color we like. And we know that that friggin' toe hurt like hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you're right. It, I think it's just a matter of scope. So it's maybe. perspective then. And scope yeah, and perspective. Scope and perspective. Yeah. Everything is scope and perspective. Well, guys, um, I, we're, we got plenty of material here. I think uh, we should probably zip this Throw out Throw it in here. a garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we got some great stuff here. I think we got some good stuff here. Uh, Neil, uh, is there anything you want to promote for yourself or anything you, you got going on you want people to know about? Or you as a, you are our tattooer also, um, you know, like your Instagram uh, name or any, anything that you want to promote? I mean, anybody that listens to this already knows who I am, so it's not good. <laughs> okay. Well, you. <laughs> well, I'll do yeah, it for you. Do you have anything going on? Are you? Uh, are you? Uh, you doing any writing? Or are you doing any? Uh, what are you doing? What you got going on? I mean, I've done some comic book covers for some uh, 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 company called Scout Compass. So, if somebody wanted to contact you about a comic book cover or something, how would they do that? Uh, they could email me at Neil Nelson two two zero one at gmail dot com. If you want to check out my Instagram. Uh, it's the darkest season at MS or <laughs> the 
The Darkest Season, at The Darkest Season. There we go. Um, yeah, The Darkest Instagram. Um, if you want the email, it's The Darkest Email. If you want the art, it's The Darkest Art. If you want the uh, podcast, it's The Darkest Podcast. You know, whatever. No, so, so your email is, uh, or your Instagram is The Darkest Season. Yes. Okay, and it, uh, that's where your tattoos are, though, or is that your your artwork? That's that's tattoos. Um, What's your artwork? My artwork is at. This is actually a, a, a word jumble here. It's at the clandestine crow. Okay, the clandestine crow. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, to, to remind everybody again, too, this is a production of Dark Waters. Um. If you want to check out our other podcast, which Neil is on, actually, Neil's the, on the other the podcast. Darkest Waters. <laughs> Neil's on the other podcast. Uh, if you want to hear more of Neil's dumbass, you can come to the Record of Mortimus. Um, we're also pushing for a gaming book and module and a bunch of other cool stuff. Um, so if you want to go to obisia.com, O B Y S S I A H, he's a co creator and co um, just everything with that stuff um also dad you got some stuff you got one over here uh yeah we got uh you know the other ben nelson.com has a bunch of stories on there about old florida and about uh about you guys actually I call you out a bunch so <laughs> it's pretty funny now and uh you know that's about it you know and uh just uh living the living the good covid life here and trying not uh- to catch stuff that's it Everybody stay safe. Be safe out there. How, how soon is this episode? How behind are these episodes? Two weeks right now. Two weeks. Two weeks. So, so it, then I'll say this. Fucking, I don't care who you're voting for. Get out and fucking vote. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I I'll, I'll go is. one further. Uh, if you're going to vote for Joe Biden, get out there and vote. If not, then go stay home. <laughs> well neil thanks for joining us on this episode man it was good having you up here it was the it was the classic trifecta of nelson here this is fun man this, this was the, this was the full nelson we well, this is part square. of the square yeah we got, we got one, one more square. square we do we have one more square let's get, um, get uh, megan in there yep um but um oh yeah that would, that would be the full nelson yeah. uh well even though she's a carol that's why i told sean i keep saying this i no, sean should have taken our last name <laughs> <laughs> I give well, a shit about that all the time. Sean, there's, there's no shame in that. There's just no take her last name. Just take her no last shame. name, Sean. Just there's no Sean, shame in taking the just better name. Just take our last no name. We're all here for you, buddy. We're all here for you, big guy. Do you want to? Do you want a Carol or do you want a Nelson? <laughs> yeah. Well, there you have it. All right, guys. Well, it's good seeing you. It's good talking with you. Um, all right. Peace we'll out. see you soon. Okay. Everybody, stay safe. Love everybody. See you later. This episode was produced by Docker Waters Podcast, executive produced by Ben Nelson Jr. It was edited by myself, Nick Nelson, mixed and mastered by Preston Hardwick. Thank you. Catch you next time. <laughs>